Okay, listeners, we're back. We're live. Yes, Troy, on episode 105 of the Adrian Bow and Troy Malcolm podcast. Um, and it's terrific to see everyone here. Troy, how are you doing today, mate? Really well, really well. Episode 105. Uh, we've broken that 100 barrier and we're just going full on uh, to, to episode 150, AB. So this is going to be good. That's it. That's it. Um, so, yeah, really excited to be here. We've got some incredible, um, you know, feedback from the last couple of episodes, a lot of messages, a lot of questions. We may not get to all the questions, but there was one in particular which stood out, Troy, which was the fact that we're in a shifting marketplace. Um, the landscape's changing. You know, it's very palpable in the last six to seven days that there seems to be a change in sentiment, um, certainly, you know, from the government in terms of easing of restrictions, and and that is uh, permeating through to buyers, to sellers, um, to say, look, let's just get on with it, let's buy, let's sell, we don't want to be held hostage, you know, forever, we can't put our lives on hold forever, so, you know, that that lubrication, if you like, of, of, of property transaction is certainly uh, top of mind for a lot of people, and look, with interest rates right the way they are, look, I mean, if you're a buyer, why wouldn't you, if you're a seller, you've got premium prices being achieved and you certainly don't need to be, um, you know, property expert to, to notice that. It's on the news uh, through all the all the, the major platforms um, constantly. So it just makes sense to buy and sell at the moment, doesn't it, Troy? Absolutely. And we've seen those results. And Adrian, before this episode, we were actually talking about a lot of our online auctions right now. There's been a certain shift as well from buyer activity. I know we're going to talk about pipeline sellers and how we can really have better conversations with them in today's episode. Mm. But from a buyer's perspective, the auctions from the weekend that I was involved with, I just saw they had a clear goal in their mind. They knew what they were prepared to pay and they weren't really waiting. So traditionally, you know, with a lot of auctions, there's a low bid or around that guide price and you build up. The auctions that I saw on the weekend and I was involved with, that was like, all right, I want to buy it and I'm going to, I'm prepared to pay this and I'm going to just roll the dice. And if that secures it, great. And there's not much capacity above that. So they're actually really proactively putting their best foot forward to secure the property that they love, uh, as opposed to, oh, let's just go tentatively, which is really kind of interesting right now because we're still yeah. seeing a lot of registration, especially in New South Wales and the Sydney metropolitan area. We're seeing a lot of registrations, you know, in excess of six, seven, eight for each one of those auctions. So a lot of buyer activity out there and that's probably going to flow on to the conversations we're going to be having today is around, you know, those hangover buyers. They're out there. They want to buy. They've got money in their pocket. What are we doing to have the right conversations in a shifty market to get those yeah. clients to bring their properties to market and see those transactions? Well, auctions is, is the first tip then I think that we'll talk about, Troy, because the beauty with online auctions, and we've got to see the silver lining in everything, like there's no doubt that, you know, in-person auctions, on-site auctions are terrific. However, as you and I have learned now that we've had to pivot and adjust to online auctions, um, you know, the first tip or hack to our listeners, Troy, is let's see the silver lining in these auctions. And one of the most effective tools that my immediate team and all my coaching clients have benefited from after me sort of explaining it in a bit more detail is the fact whether you're using Zoom or auction now, you can invite as many people as you like to actually view this auction, right? And whether they're buyers, whether they're progressing your sellers in your database, whether they're buyers sitting on the fence, whatever it might be, the reality of it is 
these people have got more time, Troy, and you've just got to send them the link and they'll sit there and they'll watch it. And the beauty of it is that it's going to provide and instill confidence in them to either buy or sell. Not that we're trying to force people to do either, but if you are a bit ambivalent about either, let me tell you, you've just got to view one of these on-site auctions or online auctions rather, and that would definitely create some confidence on both ends of the transaction because you can see activity, you can see competition, you can see pricing, you can see transparency. It's, it's all there for you. Now, the best part about Zoom is obviously, you know, you, you can just send the link to as many people as you like. The, the other great feature with auction now is you can actually conduct a auction invitation via a QR code in the form of a letterbox drop. And all that person has to do is hover on that QR code. And guess what? You get an extra callback list to actually um, pivot from in terms of name, phone number, email address. So I know my immediate team did letterbox drops and suddenly there's an extra 30 or 40 people who weren't registered buyers, but what they call, you know, observed um, people on the on the actual auction itself. What a great callback list to go through to talk through the auction and see how it went. So that's the first tip. Do do your auction invite, share the link with as many people as you can, because it's going to support both of the stakeholders, you know, in your future listings and sales, which are your buyers and sellers. And also, Adrian, the other part is that I love that after the auction, you can go back through that list of people that did follow and reach yeah. out to them and talk about the result and talk about yeah. how that affects the property price of their home, uh, if they're locals, mm. or what that means to them as a buyer right now in the market. The really smart mm. agents are actually taking that information and really deep diving on it. The average agents that are not doing it, well, you're missing out on opportunities because you might see yeah. 175, 100, 150 people following and watching that auction along with those eight registrations and probably, you know, 60, 70% of those are actively bidding. Um, there's a real big opportunity. Uh, and I agree with you, invite as many of your potential pipeline sellers to watch mm -hmm. those auctions. Um, there's some mm. great case studies that are playing out, especially if you've got that great relationship with your auctioneer. It's a great strategy to actually show them, get them comfortable with the process so there's no surprises uh, when it does come time for them to make the decision about their own home. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just such a great piece of technology, no matter which platform you're using, the opportunities there. It's obviously up to the auctioneer and the agent and the vendor, which platform they use. But, you know, it, it's something that we just can't ignore. So I go to my second hack um, uh, for, for, for a changing landscape or a shifting market, Troy, whatever we want to call it, which is really doubling down on technology now that's a broad broad hack right but in saying that you know there's there's nothing like a crisis or a pandemic to deliver us an opportunity okay now the opportunity i see is just a much better way of communicating and connecting with buyers and sellers so does that mean that we replace the traditional form of you know, calling people, doing our prospecting, no. But we need to introduce an and an, an strategy, which is a complement to traditional forms of, of prospecting. And frankly, you know, the best 
results I've seen, Troy, has definitely been through, say, using an external telemarketing company, someone like K2X, for example. So there's so many of my clients. And if you are interested, please email me. Um, uh, just go to adrianbow.com and you'll find my email address. Email me because any client that I refer, you do get a, a special rate. And let me tell you, there's just so many people that have had orphan data, Troy, that they've plugged into K2X who are all associate onshore agents and they'll literally be calling like they're sitting next to you saying hey um you know it's mitchell here from troy malcolm's team just letting you know that troy just sold this great and look they're they're guaranteeing appraisals they're they're cleaning up data the type of response you get from them in terms of the detailed notes is outstanding so anyone that i'm working with at the moment that i've referred to these guys are really getting some amazing uh um amazing results out of it and look i call it a a piece of technology because it's just an initiative right um and if you're either looking for an appetite into what it feels like um and sounds like to have a team member and you don't have a team member this would be a good you know way to dip your toe in the ocean or if you've already got two team members and you're looking just for that extra um, um, support with that orphan data, really good way to do it. They can also do RP data cold calling for you as well. So that's been a really good one. Um, another form uh, which comes under this technology piece I'm finding is, is the artificial intelligence called Rita. So I've, I've referred a lot of clients to um, Ian Campbell. Uh, again, if you email me, um, you'll, you'll, you'll definitely be able to get a better rate uh, if I refer you. And um, these guys are outstanding, you know. So effectively, if you're not familiar with Reader, basically what it is is a, is a piece of artificial intelligence that if you feed your database into it, it's basically having conversations passively in the background um, via SMS uh, talking about just listed, just sold. So it's basically a geo-targeting your database on your behalf up until a point that the transcript, because that's what they call it, that transcript between the client and you on SMS, um, gets to a point where you actually can appraise the property. That's one part of it. The other part of it is where you can uh, wash your database with this intelligence and it'll provide some sort of prediction around who we feel is is ready to possibly sell as well so that's been working really really well for, for for a lot of my clients you know those two things in particular i've found have been really great hacks for um, anyone looking for that extra layer on top of their existing business yeah the next one adrian that i'm going to talk about is obviously the power of video and social media and we know mm -hmm. that not all social media, not all video is good, but here's the thing. If you're not doing any, you're definitely missing the opportunity to be interacting with your clients. Uh, I don't think there's ever been a time in the history of the planet, Adrian, where we've all been yeah. looking at our little devices more so yeah. than we are now. I, I don't know about you, but I get a notification every time and it's like percentage increase of the amount of screen time I'm looking at my phone. Yeah which is a separate thing, but for the agents out there that are looking to interact with their clients that are not currently seeing that are open for inspections, that are not currently seeing them at all their community activities, this is the way that you're going to actually be engaging with them. Now, what does that look like? Well, it's just, it's exactly the same process of what you've been doing. Just listed, just sold, market updates, case studies, interviews, suburb reports. I know that Adrian, those that follow you, you do a suburb review and a little bit of the history yeah. of the area that gets great traction. And it really does plant the seed with clients 
that you're a hyper local knowledge expert. And so for those that aren't doing it, you know, I would identify the three main platforms that you need to be super active on Facebook and Instagram. They're one in the same really. And also LinkedIn. Now, in my opinion, those three are where most of our particular clientele spend a lot of their time. Um, you look at the dollar value, you look at the type of demographic that's attracted to those platforms, definitely in real estate eyes, that's where you need to be. So I know there's huge success for those that have been doing it for quite some time. If you haven't done it, now is the opportunity. Now is the opportunity. Never yeah. a better time because more people are looking at your phones. And remember that the first one is never going to be your best one. Uh, that's the yeah. luxury of digital that you get to do it time and time again. And then Adrian, that flows on to the layer effect in regards to social media. They see one post and then they see something else and then they see a de deal that goes into the letterbox and then they get an email from you. You start to have a layered approach that really does become the brand of attraction. And they're like, oh, that Adrian Bo, he's absolutely everywhere. I need to speak to him about my property. Absolutely. Look, and we, we've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast, Troy, that, you know, social media is no longer optional. You know, you're either on the bus or you're getting left behind. Um, is it going to directly, uh, you know, secure you two listings every single month? No. Will it indirectly create profile, which will generate sales and listings? Absolutely. Um, and it's not the silver bullet. It doesn't work in isolation, as I said from the start, that the, all these uh, layers or hacks or tips that we're talking about, they're all there to complement the traditional form of prospecting, which is jumping on the phone. So you can't just rely on these things in isolation. You've got to do both. Um, but look, there's no doubt about it, Troy. Anyone that I'm working with closely, um, you know, I've got a separate module, which is a three-hour social media masterclass. But, you know, that, that could be something you're interested in. But if not, you know, my little tip to everyone is definitely um, bias video over static or, or photo content. That's tip number one. Tip number two is, is post everything through your business page and then link it to your Instagram page, so your business Facebook page. Um, and make sure you just link your Instagram page. Um, three is make sure that you're providing a geo-targeting audience. So whether you choose three kilometres or five kilometres, uh, you know, press that bubble, put the address in there. And then uh, the fourth tip is, which a lot of people miss out on, Troy, is those characteristics, you know, all those special interests. And you just need to scroll the phone up a little bit further because sometimes it can be hidden there. But certainly tip on those characteristics. Don't overthink it. Just punch in 15 to 20. That's the magic number that I've found that the algorithm tends to enjoy in order to disseminate the information as best as possible. Um, and then the, the, the last thing, you know, is the budget. And really, don't delude yourself that you've got to spend $1,000. You don't. You know, if you use that three to five kilometre rule and you add in 15 to 20 special characteristics and you do it for a four to five day period, which is my other tip, um, I think $100, $80, $120, $60, I think is ample. Um, that combination or that ingredient, if you like, is highly likely, as long as it's video content, highly likely to get you a couple of thousand views, um, which will amount to something. You know, So that's just a little insight into my social media mastery class. But, you know, that, that would be something that I would be uh, utilising for every post um, that you're actually doing. And then replicate that, as Troy said, on your LinkedIn. 
um, obviously just to, just to capture an additional layer of audience. And then obviously if you want to do it on your personal Facebook page, that's fine as well. Um, and then if you do have TikTok, which is certainly nothing to ignore at this stage, it's the fastest growing social media app on the planet. Um, it's certainly an audience you just, you just simply can't ignore. And certainly for my coaching business, um, that's proven to be really successful as well. Yeah, and then Adrian, as we start to, to shift a little bit, we've spoken a lot about the clients, we've spoken a lot about the process, it's actually time to look at ourselves as well and redefine where our energy is being spent. You know, what are the activities right now that are going to see the biggest return? And it has to be around prospecting, it has to be re-engaging with your clients. They may not have seen you for a couple of months, eight to 10 weeks. Um, what are you doing right now to really re-engage with them? And some of the stuff we've spoken about is definitely that layers, but also having that phone contact and engaging with them is definitely going to lead them to making better decisions and also put in a timeline or a call to action at the end of that call to say, right, um, as we come out of the restrictions, looks like it will be mid-October that we're going to see the restrictions ease in a lot of the metropolitan markets. How about I organise a time to come and see you face-to-face because I know you want to be out before Christmas and into the new home. How does that sound, Mr and Mrs Jones? So focusing on that in a shifting market and setting your calendar and appointments up for when those restrictions ease, pretty exciting stuff, right? Oh, look, there's no doubt, Troy. I mean, you know, anyone that's prospecting without retasking to use, you know, CRM language or without rescheduling, uh, you, you know, you might as well not even prospect to start with, you know, because as you know, Troy, I'm a massive advocate of making the calls, but then also writing detailed notes and then rescheduling that call. So, you know, I often talk about waving the magic wand, pressing your task item on Agent Box or Box and Dice or, or Microsoft Outlook or even just your calendar or, you know, Vault or whatever it might be. And there's a list of 20 to 30 names that you've got to call that day that was scheduled to call two weeks ago or three months ago. And that's your call list. That's your big rock. That's a non-negotiable. That's an appointment with yourself that you cannot um, uh, cannibalise or miss out on, right? That way, the rest of the day is going to just seem so much easier, right? Because you're in reactive mode. You're putting deals together, presenting offers and showing buyers through real estate. So, you know, that, that small part of your day needs to be hyper-proactive, hyper-structured hyper-organized but don't delude yourself to think that 100% of your day needs to be hyper-structure hyper-organized and hyper-proactive because that's not what real estate's about it's a very fluid industry and it's a very fluid 24-hour cycle yeah perfect well Adrian as we wrap up this episode uh, final thoughts before we let our listeners go and uh, listen to this episode and then get back to episode 106 Um, I think this is a really important time uh, in our real estate cycle not only are we hitting spring uh, we're in the momentum there we're also seeing those restrictions ease and we're seeing the appetite for buyers out there to compete and also purchase and secure their properties. So really important time for real estate agents to stay focused, to really work out their priorities and get those activities happening to see the results they want to see before the end of the year. Look, I don't think there's a better time to be in real estate, Troy. Um, And, you know, I I feel that whether you've been in it five minutes or or 32 years like like me or, you know, 25 years like you, Troy, I don't think there's a better time. Um, You know, there's an appetite for excellence. There's an appetite for mastery at auctioneer level and agent level. Um, You know, there's there's a shift in people's uh, perception on things. I mean, this, this, this epidemic 
or, or this pandemic, whatever you want to call it, we're on the we're almost on the other side of it, and I think you're going to see the best parts of of clients. They're going to be um, putting things into perspective. They're going to be appreciating the small things. You know, I just spoke to some. Um, uh, you know, when we did our coaching session just prior to this with your agents, Troy, and I was speaking to to, to Sasha, who's your assistant, and she was saying, "Look, you know, it just sounds silly, but you know, I can't wait. You know, for two weeks' time to go to the park with my girlfriends and have a little." Picture. You know, so who would have thought that someone could have had an appreciation to someone, something small like that? Um, and I think for society, that's a brilliant thing, an absolute brilliant thing, because there was a there was a world pre nine eleven and a world post nine eleven, and there was there was a world pre you know COVID and post COVID, and I think you're going to see the the better sides of, of a lot of people and. And obviously, there's going to be more perspective and more appreciation, more gratitude. And that, that's a world we all want to live in, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Adrian, thank you so much. Episode 105, team, make sure you're jumping on, leaving those questions, sending them through to Adrian and myself. We'd love to cover off. And I think next week, Adrian, we do have three or four questions that we said we would get through. Um, so we're going to For cover sure. them off in episode 106. But episode 105, coming to a wrap, AB, we'll see you next week. Can't wait. Thanks, listeners. Thanks, Troy.